right, so hello and welcome to a very interesting edition of Bloodstream Podcast. My name's Nicole. I'm joined today by uh, Chris Griffin. He's a CML patient and he's also a trustee for Leukaemia Care. And if you've been following our Twitter for the last few weeks, you'll you'll know that we've sort of been outed as wrestling nerds, to, to put it very kindly. Just a bit. So obviously, if, if you're listening to this podcast with no um, relevance of wrestling, we'll do a bit, a bit of a recap. So back in October 2018, um, probably the biggest wrestler in the world at that point, Roman Reigns, announces on television that he has a leukaemia. He's been living with a leukaemia and he's relapsed. So um, a couple of weeks ago, brilliantly, he reappeared on our TV screens and told us he's back in remission again. And um, our world collided, essentially. So um, leukaemia wrestling suddenly came together. I never thought this would ever happen. So... um, this podcast, we're going to have a bit of a chat about CML. There's been a lot of questions on Twitter. You know, how can he come back? What is a TKI? So we'll sort of clear that up whilst also, talk, also talking wrestling. So this could be a very interesting podcast. So big hello to Chris. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? <laughs> All good. Um, what I should be saying is, well, you know something, me and Nicole. <laughs> but I won't do that. Yeah, let's, let's just cut an hour's worth of promos at each other. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I uh, couldn't help that. I couldn't help it. But I think uh, the, 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 our, our traditional blood cancer audience are going to be tuning in for this because this is something different. But there is no doubt here that we are going to be talking to some wrestling fans here. Um, and as you say, we are both crazy <laughs> wrestling fans. We are joined here. We've with, so been outed. We've got some figures here, haven't we? We've got the Roman Reigns figure. We've got the Shinsuke Nakamura figure. And we've got AJ Styles figures here with us. We're drinking out of... I've got um, a Randy Orton glass. You've got... Warrior. The ultimate warrior glass as well. So we are crazy wrestling fans. Whenever we get together, we always talk wrestling. And as you say, this was a massive collision of our love and interest of wrestling and um, and of leukemia as well. So Chris, how long have you actually been into wrestling? I've never asked you this question, so let's do it for the podcast. I had to research this because <laughs> the first match that I remember was um, with uh, Dusty Rhodes, if you will. <laughs> myself uh so dusty uh, dusty roads with uh, sweet sapphire in wwe that was the polka dot era so that was 1989 and i remember that when i was on holiday picking up a satellite and uh yeah just watching it match a man uh the jake roberts and rick martell blind angle as well so uh yeah so i've watched it on and off um there were eras where i didn't particularly tune in um, I've got a little boy now who's seven who is uh, clearly a wrestling fan because of my influence and I'm enjoying going through all that all over again. And away from WWE, I've enjoyed the Japanese stuff. Um, I worked with FWA in the UK for a while, helping out with their marketing with Alex Shane. Um, and uh, yeah, I suppose one of my claim to fame is that I've got emails at home from King Kong Bundy in China um, in the, in the crikey, in the early 2000s. I, I almost organised a wrestling convention in the UK um, and asked China to come over so um, yeah. yeah but that didn't happen thankfully I don't know that would have just been crazy you know <laughs> I certainly wouldn't be sat here now uh, so yeah I've been a fan for a very long time how about you? Oh it's okay I can remember first getting into wrestling I was probably about 11, 12 and I remember Sunday Night Heat on Channel 4 in the UK and I can remember people at school saying you should watch this it's really cool they were the days and that was it I was hooked and then people at school used to call me wrestling girl because that's all I was interested in that, that was my obsession weirdly I remember writing many years ago in the talk sport era 
Alex Shane had a newsletter that he started up in the UK. Yeah. I remember writing for the first couple of copies of that at the age of 13, 14. I lived for this stuff. I probably lapsed in my early 20s for about three or four years. Um, we all have those periods I mean, of our I think, lives. Yeah, I think it's yeah. difficult to stay engaged for those. And I remember but the turning point probably was meeting my husband about five years ago and discovering that we both loved wrestling by accident and being like, Bingo. this is great, we can indulge this hobby and that's it. We've been, you know, we don't watch soap opera with operas, we watch Raw and Smackdown. Yeah, uh, that's and, and NXT. And NXT, obviously. obviously. Yes. And the network, yes. every single night. Of course. But, you know, that's how it goes. You can't stay engaged all the time. No, no. But I'm really enjoying it again. And, it, you know, it's a love. It's a passion. I listen to podcasts, you know, obviously. And it's no different to the soap operas, is no, it? it? I mean, exactly it's just so. got that sporting it, element it, to it's it. It's rock opera. It's, you know, it's, it's a laugh. Yeah. You have to laugh at a lot of it. And we really enjoy going through the old stuff as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. I did watch a really terrible pay-per-view, WCW uh, Road Wild 1999. <laughs> oh, it's so bad I'll never get two hours of my life back. <laughs> it was so bad. What was, the low, what was the low light of that? Oh, all of it was terrible. Mm. There was a really old school Harlem Heat match on there. Oof. Mr. Perfect with his rapid crap um, gimmick. Oh, oh, no. And even the, the song's going from my head now. That was being yeah, it's terrible. Oh, what a Wouldn't show. recommend watching it. It's oh, a really God. bad show. And, and yet there are some great WCW moments, you know, with the Starcades and stuff. Yeah. It's just trying to dig that stuff out, isn't it? Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the later stuff, you know, the Finger Poker Doom, all that sort of stuff is terrible. Yeah. Kevin Nash booking for the win. Yeah. And what in terms of your favourite, who's your favourite of all time? Who, who's... Oh. Uh, Triple H, actually. Really? She said it's really difficult and then it just flows. Yeah. I get Triple H. I love Triple H. Always have done. That's a great call, actually. Yeah, and I suppose now with time we can look back at his entire career and really yeah, there's sort a of period take it where in. he was probably too everywhere, hmm. but you but, know he's going to be. The inter- yeah, and of course, and he's done a good thing with and his power now. And his NXT stuff is great. It is great, isn't it? Yeah, I mean he's he's he is. A, a real talent and, and the intensity I mean that promo that he cut the other week on Batista um, yeah that, that was a promo and a half you know and, and when that in level of intensity comes back into wrestling you're just like oh, okay this is a and hopefully showing some of the younger guys really how it's done because I think people like Alistair Black have got the potential to to be as intense as that and have that type of career so we're going on tangents, aren't we? We're just we, talking about wrestling. We, are, you know, we, we said this at the start, we didn't we? We knew this would happen. But obviously, this is where, where your life sort of collided. So obviously, Chris, you are also a patient. So you were diagnosed approximately 11 years ago now. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about symptoms that made you know made you go to the doctors you know, and that whole period of diagnosis. Yeah, so the reason we're doing this is obviously because um, Roman Reigns has CML and, and I have CML as well. Um, and clearly we were both diagnosed about 11 years ago. Um, at the time I was 32. Um, had some aches and pains, um, some really bad night sweats. And I mean like really bad, like waking up in the morning with soaking covers. Um, and yeah, a bit of a bad back and sort of went to the doctor. And don't really know why I did because I wouldn't have at that age just because. Uh, he sent me away with some paracetamol and just said, you know, come back in a few weeks. And I went back in a few weeks, nothing had cleared up. And, uh, yeah, they just sent me for a blood test. And the blood test returned a white blood count of 192. Um, and they told me I had leukaemia and, you know, it was, you know, get on the tablets and get on with your life. And I've been incredibly lucky in that um, I, I've not missed any work from the actual leukaemia itself. 
Um, I've had man flu and things like that, which is really bad stuff. Um, but, um, you know, I've, I've just got on with things. Um, I've got a little boy who's seven now. Um, we went through sperm banking for that to happen. Um, crikey, I've raised over 10 grand for the charity now. And we just did our Chris 10 appeal, and that was amazing. And I've had some great experiences. But, you know, this happening to Roman... Uh, I can absolutely relate to everything about it. Um, we we both watched the Chronicle thing last night, um, and I was avoiding watching it because I knew how um, how much it would cut. Um, because I knew all those feelings, and I, when he was walking down that corridor and he was talking to all of his mates, and yeah, I just remember all that happening to me. Um, the fact that he's bounced back as quickly as he has doesn't surprise me at all, because the, as you know, the treatment's revolutionised now. And we take uh, tablets. We'll talk about emo- oh, yeah, We'll talk about oral chemotherapy and targeted treatments <laughs> shortly, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, it, it it just really hit home. And I've got such an enormous amount of respect for for Roman and, and what he's done. And to get back in the ring last night at Fast Lane um, to take bumps, you know, not not long after that diagnosis, yeah. Uh, just incredible stuff and I'm not ashamed to say that the moment he did that remission speech I was straight on the WWE shop and ordering that t-shirt because I just thought yeah I want to be part of this movement it feels it feels good and it feels positive and I think there's um, a trickle-down effect in that I know full well that people I talk to people a lot of people about leukemia and CML and they sort of say, oh, Chris, you know, you've helped and all that type of stuff. And, I, and that's lovely. And it's very, very humbling. And I, and, and I feel very uncomfortable about that. But it's a lovely feeling. But I feel Roman Reigns is doing the same thing for me in that I'm looking to him and thinking, wow, that guy is really, really doing something incredible. And I feel inspired by him. And, I, and I've noticed more so this trickle down effect. Um, even after 11 years, you know, you still get those moments where you think, wow, this is this is an incredible moment so yeah it's it's really hit home and of course this all went crazy for us didn't it because it? when when he announced his remission i text you that monday morning yeah, wasn't it monday, no, tuesday morning it was tuesday morning was that's it so it was on the tuesday morning and i'd noticed that some people had been calling roman out that this was a work and this wasn't real and stuff and i was getting angry so um, my best wrestling buddy is you so I, I text you and said this is just rubbish I'm going to write a blog about it you were like I'm in the middle of doing these tweets about it and we we kind of just came together it went crazy from there didn't it oh it, even you know out of control I mean the biggest question we've probably had is you know why did a cancer charity you know little um, you know we're a national charity but in the UK we're a small national charity yeah. you know, why did we get involved well it's our job to in all honesty we're here to myth bust you know some of the tweets Oh, he hasn't lost any hair. You know, he doesn't look sick. That's the big one for me. He didn't look sick. Well, let's deal with those two now. Okay, so um, losing the hair doesn't happen with oral chemotherapy. Let's call it oral chemotherapy for the moment. I take take a little white tablet every morning called disatinib, and it basically keeps my leukaemia at bay. Um, I've not lost my hair from that. Some people can have thinning hair, can't they? Um, and different people react in different ways, but in the main, people don't lose it, do no, they? No, it's not. It's not a common no. thing. Thinning is yeah. to a point. Yeah, and it's the same in other chronic leukemias. You get hair thinning, but not potentially not total hair loss. I mean, it's not across the board. Never is these things. It affects yeah. people differently. But no, the, the hair would would never have been an issue. And I never expected him to come back with no hair. No, no. <laughs> but that's because I know 
that's the thing. Everyone has a presumption of what cancer looks like. So we can end that one now, yeah, can't we? That's normal. And the other one was he doesn't look sick, and that that was a very very common one. You know, there's there's this typical view of what a cancer patient looks like. Um, I do a lot of talks in schools, and when I tell kids, you know. I've got leukemia, which is a blood cancer. Um, I think there's an element of, whoa, why? As he stood there and not with a drip in his arm. Um, in hospital. Yeah, not in hospital and having, uh, you know, chemotherapy drugs pumped through him. And that's not the case either. You know, CML patients, some leukemia patients can look normal mm. without any problems. Um, and if you look at photos of me over the 11 years, apart from the massive weight gain and then the weight loss and things like that, um, I've, I think I've looked pretty healthy, um, apart from hangover days and things like that, um, and very, very long days at work. But everyone gets that. I think what we have to understand is um, side effects. Mm. You know, patients can get tired, sickness, there's all types of things. But Bone pain. Yeah, but those are things that are sort of hidden, aren't they? Yeah. So you could be sat next to someone on a bus or on a tube now, they might have leukaemia, you haven't got a clue because they look absolutely fine, but inside they might be hurting a little bit. Yeah, and physical side effects and emotional side effects. Yeah, yeah. And the emotional thing is something that's really, really tough to get your head around. And thankfully Roman's had loads and loads of support. And I have, actually I have as well, the charity does a great job with their, with their care lines and things like that. But just being able to talk to people, I think, is key. So, um, again, we can kill that myth off as well, yeah, can't I mean, we? You know, that's why I put in the tweet: be nice to people, because you don't. You know, it's, it's a cliche, but you never know. You never know what that person might be going through. So, when did all this change? You know, this is a revolution in in CML treatment. Let's talk CML treatment for for a little while. When did all this change? What so Matinee Gleevec in the in the US, two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. Time magazine. Change, change the face of cancer treatment, really. Yeah. You know, CML patients before that, I'm, as far as I'm, I'm aware, the outlooks were actually quite different. Yeah. Because, the, you know, these, these treatments weren't available. Well, it was transplant. That yeah, was really that, the only option. Transplant is an extreme option. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. a big deal to have a transplant. Yeah. Emotionally, physically, the works. You know, there's lots of side effects with transplants as well. And now there are these safety nets of sort of four or five different uh, tablets that we can take that just take that extreme action away from us, but still allows that to happen. And and we must say that they have improved the transplant experience yeah. as well, so that, you know, the, the, the survival rates for that are much, much greater. But, you know, for me, I, I started taking uh, imatinib all those years ago, and, and I know they switched me over to disatinib, and I, I'm so lucky I don't get any side effects. I won't be taking any bumps in the ring, mm. don't, you know, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, I'm so lucky that that's happened. But for people like Roman to talk out, I think does exactly what I said earlier it inspires people and shows them what they can do I know a lot of the annoyance from Roman fans in particular is the discussion of survival rates because on paper you know some of it can come across quite quite cold yeah. you know we are talking about people you know yeah. you're sat in front of me you are a cancer patient yeah it's and I'm allowed to, to I'm allowed to say those things you, aren't I <laughs> it, 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 belo- it belongs to you you know it's not for me to sit here and tell you, you know your survival rate you know it's, it's nothing to do with me you have to live this every single day yeah, and it's not about talking cold figures, you know. And sadly, we know people who've died, you know, as yeah. a result of their CML. Yes, and t- and still, and and we won't stop until people stop dying from this yeah. thing, and we stop, and we carry on educating and keep telling people to look out for symptoms and signs. Um, you know, I think from a patient's perspective, the survival rate thing is interesting. 
um, because it is one of those sort of un, unheard conversations. But when I was diagnosed, and I'm sure that most people, when they're diagnosed, the first thing they get, they say is, "Am I going to die? What are my what are my chances? You know, a five year survival rates. You want to know because you want to know how much time you've got left if it is if it is time limited. Um, and with in my experience, my consultant said, you're more likely to be hit by a bus than be killed by this disease. And that's exactly what I wanted to hear um, because um, that gave me a chance, you know, to obviously make sure that I crossed the road properly. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't going to take my life away at that point. The survival rate for that, for someone on Imatinib at that time was 90%. And I think it's gone up even further at this point now. So, you know, that that feels really, really good. And that's something we should try and celebrate a little bit. Um, and again, Roman standing there in that ring last night, um, you know, winning just sends a massive message out to say, you know, this this is changing quite dramatically. Maybe that's the next thing to clear. It's obviously other comments... Um how could he wrestle yeah. after? I mean, the first thing I'm going to say is we, I know of a CMR patient that went to the North Pole whilst taking this sort of chemotherapy. You know, absolutely incredible. Yeah. I love that story. And he even sent me a little bit of North Pole ice and then part of it on my desk. Really? Well, it makes me smile every time I look at it. You know, Man. he's the first person to go to the North Pole undergoing treatment. Instantly, we, we called it chemotherapy when he went to the North Pole. Yeah, and that's key, and that's absolutely key, isn't it? Yeah. That this is a disease that isn't going to stop people. And also, with some of the traditional cancers, you still see people doing incredible things. It, it, it for some, I think it doesn't have to be limiting. Um, and those people have got such an incredible spirit about them. They're just going to take off and do those amazing things to help the rest of us along. I just I look at that and I just think this is just absolutely fantastic and I would love to be able to I know I'm, I don't want to get in a wrestling ring and I certainly don't want to climb a mountain but I you know I think it's great and and these people are doing these things for charity as well you know it's it, they're, they're positives aren't they Yeah I mean ultimately this is his day job he wants to go back to his day job and he's managing to do his day job and you know I'm sure there's lots of things in place for him now you know the, as they said, they caught it from a routine blood test at a show. Yeah. So, you know, they'll be looking out for this stuff. You know, his best interest will be in mind now. Yeah. But he knows how to manage his own disease. It's his disease. I think that's the thing. Yeah, and we, if, do, and we do own it, don't you we? You know, if, if he didn't feel possible to go back to work, he wouldn't be at work. No. He's one of those. He clearly wants to be there. And you could see that in his face last night, that he was delighted to be there, delighted to be back, you know, winning again. Um it it was it was just an amazing celebration of overcoming adversity you know and it, and it's and it's that moment that you see sometimes in wrestling that it's that crossover appeal mm. that he has it's i suppose it's the john cena make a wish yeah. stuff you know what that guy has done with that charity is is just fantastic and the same with roman last night uh, oh, I love the bit when he com- he said that he he told some kids that he's got leukemia. I thought that was lovely. But Imagine the it, hope. I know, but did it quietly? Yeah, he didn't, you know, oh, no man. big fact. F- f- he, he didn't want to. No, you know, and, and you know, he, his cancer has been made public, not through his own choosing in a in a way because he he has relapsed. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he's got this platform now to do something incredible with it. And that, and that's a difficult decision to tell. I I I remember being public when I was diagnosed, the day after I told work and I told friends, and it's very different to standing on a network and telling millions of people, but I wanted people to know so they could get over it and then move forward with me. But as it happens, you know, I I live with it happily every day and I use it to my advantage sometimes. So the tweets that we've been sending out and the work that we've been doing, I'm not afraid to say, 
Honestly, I'm a patient of 11 years. Uh, please ask me any questions. I'm on, honestly any question. I'm really happy to talk about it, and that's like a superpower. And, but for Roman to stand up and almost admit that um, uh, that weakness, I suppose some people would look yeah. at immediately. He's now a cancer patient, and then stand up last night and win that match. Um, that that's pretty brave on his part. Really, really brave actually. Uh, to do that and he's got the support of the locker room clearly and the majority of fans and I think it's really important that we say this the majority of fans are right behind him yeah you know and it's such a difficult cancer concept to get through to people as well you know chronic cancer when I started working here I thought there was one type of leukaemia and it was the sort of type where you had to go into hospital and have intense treatment you know that people living with leukaemia for the rest of their lives yeah 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 and that and and this isn't the only cancer type where it is chronic. It no. will be with you forever. Yeah. So let's. You just mentioned something, and let's touch upon the terminology of those um, those those treatments and stuff. Let's talk about oral oral chemotherapy <laughs> and targeted uh, treatment. This is the bit that made me smile in the documentary when he actually called it oral chemotherapy. I was like, here we go. Uh, and I do when yeah. I, when I explain to people, I say, you know, I'm, I take these tablets. They're a form of oral chemotherapy. Why do I say that? Because it's just easier than explaining targeted, but you're going to do a better job than I can at that, oh, aren't you, I suppose? I could do the very quick version. Yeah, go so, on, yeah. A TKI, so I can never Tyrosekinase inhibitor. There you go. So that is a targeted therapy. So targeted therapy means that it only targets those CMLS cells in your body. So it goes after them. Great. Traditional chemotherapy, it's a bit like Metallica, so you can destroy, goes, goes and gets yep. everything, takes the good, it takes the bad, and that's why it makes you so physically sick. So these TKIs, it's so sophisticated, it's unreal, it, you know, it's going after the, those specific cells, it's turning them off, it's enabling you to live without all this intense chemotherapy. Is it a chemotherapy? Well, there doesn't seem to be a natural straight answer of it, it's, it's a very advanced treatment, that's all it is, but... As I keep pointing out to people, what we call it as a charity doesn't actually matter because of what patients refer to it as, we're happy to go with that definition. And it clearly does a very, very good job. Yeah. You know, the amount of um, leukaemia cells in my body, again, for want of a better word, is 0.001%. You know, it's it's absolutely tiny. And um, and that's what we all hope for. You know, I'm, I'm allowed to say this bit as well. Because I look at this and I think, if we can target those leukaemia cells and hit them and not affect the other cells, which incidentally is why your hair doesn't fall out, because you're not hurting all of the other cells in your body, if we can target to that level, at that um, at that DNA level, um, it gives us real hope for other cancer treatments as well. So, um, you know, I, I look at this and I just think, wow, this is the magic bullet for cancer, as yeah. Time magazine said in 2001. Um, this isn't just blood cancers potentially. This is a revolutionary thing, and it is going to take time. Um, but um, that you know, hopefully this will be the norm for cancer treatments. Oh, it, it, you know, yeah. it won't be a case of having to explain it. It would be you know, my yeah. treatment goes after my those cells. Yeah. that's it. Turns them off basically. And that guy standing in that ring last night is is almost the summation of since two thousand and one. This is how far we've come. Yeah. you know, you have got a. A heavy hitting sports entertainer um, with a global reach coming back after four months 
Is it four months? Four five. months. Four, four months. Four, five months. Wow. Which obviously, when we've had this debate on Twitter as well, is it possible to come out back in that amount of time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, it really is, yeah. is you yeah. know. And he's an elite athlete. Yeah. He's in incredible physical shape. And it was slightly a... smaller. He's yes. come back. Yes. But he said that he wasn't able to train for the first few months. He basically lived on the sofa. It's no surprise, but he'd come back because he's in incredible shape. Yeah, and it wouldn't, and it might surprise you to find out that I'm not an elite athlete, um, and I don't train every single day, or every single week for that matter. But um, I, I went back to work after a week. You know, I work in education and schools and stuff. I know it's different, and it's and it's a lot less physical. But um, yeah, I just and that was me to get my head around it and just make sure that I wasn't going to throw up every time I took a tablet because I was nervous about it. Uh, yeah, I, I just went back and, and just dealt with whatever was thrown at me. Um, we must remember that there are people out there that can't. You know, there are people that take these tablets and it and it really hurts them. Mm. Um, and as you say, the bone pain and the nausea and the upset stomachs and... and the, the energy to even get out of bed or energy, have a shower. Yeah, yeah, so it affects people in lots and lots of different ways. I, I feel completely blessed... That, um, that I've been able to get on with my life and therefore help others. And I'm sure Roman feels exactly the same way. But it's really, really important that we just look at this and just be honest across the board and say, uh, yeah, there are people where it does, it does hurt them. Um, and we must keep working to make sure those people are looked after. They're given even better treatment. They're get given even better care and support. And that's what this organisation dedicates itself to, to make sure that we find ways around any problems that people are facing. And that's key. Exactly key. You know, we we know of patients that struggle. We know patients who you wouldn't know they've got cancer. No. It's, it's those extremes. There is no one way to you know, to no. say this is how it should go. And I think that was the crux of our thread, really, on Twitter, you know. Leukaemia is complicated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Don't yeah. Don't know what form of leukaemia it is. I mean, there's that many types of leukaemia. It's frightening. And you don't know until it hits you. You know, that's the say. You don't really get into it and, until you... You're diagnosed with it, and then it becomes part of your life, and all these details and stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's absolutely fascinating. I've I've travelled all over Europe to conventions and exhibitions about blood cancer and stuff, and I found a lot of a lot of stuff out. Um, and I've and I've spoken to patients as well. But the fact, you know, what what's happened over the last few weeks is that um, we've been talking to wrestling fans. Mm. And oh, it's been great. It, <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we've enjoyed it, haven't yeah. we? And, and those reactions have been amazing um, because, um, re- believe it or not, wrestling fans can get blood cancers too. Mm. Uh, the fact that we've had those conversations, we've been able to educate people, lots and lots, I'm going to say millions of people, and millions, <laughs> sorry. You have to do uh, that. I did, you yeah. To do that. I'm really sorry. Um, of people are now more aware of leukaemia. The likelihood is they're more aware of um, signs um, and and that type of thing. Um, let's go over those again quickly because so signs and symptoms of leukemia, fatigue. So it's not just being tired; it's being drained and it's a sudden change, essentially feeling really really tired. Bone pain, also a sign of leukemia. Um, feeling breathless without really doing too much. So you know if you start to struggle to go up and down the stairs, yep. worth getting checked out unusual bruising or bleeding so you know some people do bruise easily i am one of those people but you know if you suddenly get a huge collection of bruises overnight it's probably something to go and get checked out regardless yeah could be a number of things could be leukemia so it's always worth getting that blood test um infections that you can't get rid of so if if you've had a cold and it just doesn't seem to be going 
another really key sign. Fevers, night sweats. Night sweats, man. Yeah. 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 You know, it might not just be that it's hot where you are. If it's unusual, you know, you're waking up and you're drenched. That was me. That's Yeah. That, yeah. That's one of the key ones, you know, drenching, it's actually waking you up at night. Yeah. You're having to change your clothes or your sheets. Yeah. Go see a doctor. It could be a number of things. It could be a leukaemia, but the sooner you get checked out, the better. Yeah, yeah, very it's much It's one so. of those, you know, it's a blood test for leukaemia. Yeah. As he said in the documentary last night, blood tests, some of the results looked strange. And they they said he'd relapsed. That was as quick as it was. Yeah, and a, and a lot of these are in combination as well, yeah. aren't they? So um, if you have any of those, please don't panic. Um, but if you have them in combination, it's well worth checking them out. Or if you have them in isolation, go and get it checked out anyway. Yeah, no one has to live with stuff like no. that. No, and the likelihood is... It's not going to be. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's a rare disease. Yes. I mean, in the UK... 650 of us yeah, every year. Yeah, CML, 650, all leukaemia patients, around 9,900 per year. So it is a relatively rare disease. Yes. But it's one of those that early detection does save lives. Yeah. And, it does, and it will improve an outcome. Yeah. So, so if anyone thinking this, please just go. Yeah, yeah, scared. don't be scared, whatever you do. And, 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 and I think men are, tend to be slightly worse at this, that they're just like, oh, I'm not going to the doctors and, and all that. And the thing is, go to your oh. GP and say, look, I've read this online, or yeah. I've, you know, I've heard this online, yeah. these are my symptoms, what do you think? Yes. There's nothing wrong with being honest with your doctor. No, no. And, and the site, the Leukaemia Care site, has loads and loads of great information and downloads. And, and it's not sourced from Wikipedia. No, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not. It's, it's done properly, yeah. isn't it, I believe? It's written by experts. And checked by. And what experts. type of experts would these be? Doctors, hematologists. Ah, really? Yes. People that have actually been to university yes. and. Okay, that's yes. really good to hear. And they're checked by patients as well. Patients? Patients, yeah, if we even get them to read Real life well. patients. Real life patients. Been through the experience themselves. Yeah. Fantastic. There's no issue with any of the information that is put out. I'm really pleased about that. <laughs> Nothing at all. It takes, well, I can tell you. A booklet takes about six months from start to finish because yeah. it takes that long to check it. And if there's any problems at any stage, it goes back to the drawing board. Because there'd be nothing worse than getting your information from Wikipedia or... It's a bit like a public toilet. Well, yeah, it is, yeah, I was going to say, or bloke at the pub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bloke at the I, would, pub I wouldn't recommend using Wikipedia for no. anything, to be honest. Or Isaac Yankum, DDS. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you just... That's where I got my info from. <laughs> it's just not going to swing, is it? Crikey. Um, that, that, I think that really, really helps... Can we talk about fast lane very yes, very quickly? Let's have a little chat. About it's, fast lane. it's worth it, isn't yeah. it? I think. Well, whilst we've got people on here, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I think that's what they're <laughs> expecting. We've got all the sensible stuff out the way, and it's like, yeah, right. And he's back, so it's you know, it's a good swerve into fast lane last night. Yeah. So I haven't watched it yet properly because obviously we're in the UK yeah. and I've got a job, yeah. which means I had to go to bed. And I saw the first few matches and, yeah. and grabbed the highlights so, um, this morning. I've seen the results, I've listened to some podcasts about it this morning. So spoiler alert, I spoiler suppose alert. we, we are going to talk it, about yeah, results. We are going to talk about Fastlane, obviously it is the... Um, the gap filler before WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, and and things came to a head last night, didn't they? I think one of the main ones was uh, the Miz and Shane with the yeah. Shane turn. Didn't see that coming. I thought it'd be the other way around. I think everyone thought it was going to be the yeah. other way around. Can't see the Miz as a face, but I, you know, um, that will be interesting. I'm quite looking I don't forward like to that. Shane. I used to love him. I love his theme music. I it's do. My, it's my favourite theme I music like, out of everyone. I like the shuffle. I yeah, think that's awesome. I just, I just don't like him being pushed. No. As hard as he is. No, it's strange, isn't it, to see he, that? And he's been used for a sustained period of time now, where before he'd maybe come in and then disappear for a couple yeah. of years. For a cage match. Yeah, usually, so he could throw himself off something. Yeah. Land on something. He's got mad skills, hasn't he? Yeah. It's, it's scary. It's, it is scary, the, the isn't it? The bumps he takes are actually... Yeah. Scary now, you know he's he's not young anymore. No, no, he's a, he's a t- he's a t- he's a tough guy, isn't he? 
Uh, what else? I mean, the Shield defeating Corbin, Drew, and, and Barbie Lashley. Yeah. Barbie, Barbie Lashley. <laughs> Leah Bush is great. Yeah, that's. Lashley. <laughs> I do that all the time to annoy my husband. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to try that with my <laughs> wife. So you do it for the same period of time, it's really annoying. Like four hours. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you're a catch. Yeah, um, so that was great. I mean, that was going to happen, wasn't it? Because we know that Dean Ambrose is leaving um, after yeah. WrestleMania. Do we think he's leaving? Do you think it's a work? Oh. I'm starting to suspect it's no. a work. Oh, really? Yeah. I really do. They've hyped it up so much it's going to be the last Shield appearance. I actually think this is a work. We've had this discussion off air about... You know, works oh. in wrestling. This is one I actually think it is. Oh, I'm excited. I think they're going to swerve us. That'll be fantastic. Well, he'll go back to the Renegade again, won't he? Where yeah. he comes in his appearances. Okay, yeah, I, I, I buy that. The other side of things, of course, is that it could set us up for a very interesting WrestleMania 36. Yeah, well, obviously, just announced in Florida, hometown of Roman Reigns. Is he going to get? His, is it going to be in a year's time? He gets his big WrestleMania moment. Because Seth's got to beat Brock, hasn't he? I mean, that's. I think it's guaranteed. It's got to because the, the, the card last night was obvious by that belt's absence. Yeah. Um, so we are calling WrestleMania 36 Seth versus Roman for the belt and Roman taking the belt at that big, point. Big WrestleMania moment. That would be cool. Um, yeah. We should try and go to that. <laughs> Don't even tempt me. The, the temptation to go to WrestleMania in New York is overwhelming. Have you seen the cost of the flights? I know, but... I'll just camp on the street. <laughs> we could do a Kickstarter. <laughs> Imagine, send, it, to get us over there. Send Nicole and send, Chris. Send leukemia care yeah, to WrestleMania. That'll be fab. Um, what else happened? Um, obviously, Daniel Bryan won again last night, beating Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali. It's a great gimmick, though. It is. I, I the Planet's up. champion. Oh, I think it's great. The belt's amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, and this, this sets up the Kofi match at WrestleMania. I've got a, I've got a, 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 a quite a depressing theory about this. Okay, if he's going to lose. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think he's going to win that. No, I don't. I think they're going to build it up, make everyone yeah. think it's going to happen, then yeah. there'll be last minutes where. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that they're going to give us Becky Lynch as champion. You're not going to get both. No, and I think they're going to give us Seth, and there's no way that you're going to get all three no. in that case. So uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it'll elevate Kofi. Um, and I think that um, it will do the industry and the belt the world of good uh, but I can see the belt staying on Daniel Bryan for a long time you watch him lose the belt at the weekend yeah, now. <laughs> but I could see a swerve as you say when all three things happen no 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 there's no I way I Lynch is the nailed on one yeah it is isn't it has it? to be it has to be because I think people would revolt about it <laughs> It would be revolting if that <laughs> happened. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't get my head around that at all. But uh, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm, I'm depressed about Shinsuke. You know, why is he on this kickoff match? And uh, you know, I just feel he's been wasted at the moment because he's one of my favourites and my little boy's favourite as well. Uh, for me, we've spoken about Brock. Where was Heavy Machinery last night? I love Heavy Machinery so much. <laughs> and one of my calls for WrestleMania 36 was um, uh, uh, Droz versus Ricochet I could see that as a you know we've watched them in NXT for all Mm. this time and they're two of my favourites and I just it's Drozovic isn't it Droz yeah we ought to get that right yeah Yeah. but um, I I just love him I love his skills I love his character Um, I just think there's something about him that I think could carry him a a long way isn't it mad that we're already talking about 36 and 35 I know yes let's talk about the thing is it's a year build up it will start the minute this ends well of course yeah and and that's just the way it goes isn't it but um, let's talk about Wrestlemania 35 then in terms of you know what matches have we got on there we've we've done 
The ones that are confirmed are Rousey, Lynch and Flair and Brock and Seth. But I've written down some... There you go. I've written down some of the things that... Yeah, it's been the Miz, Miz and Shane. Triple H and Batista. What yeah, do you I'm, think of that? I'm not actually that interested. Aren't you? No, not, not really that bothered. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Batista doesn't... I think it's because I think I dropped out of wrestling at the point where Batista was huge. Yeah. So it really doesn't do that much for me. Oh, okay. I think it's because I've missed out on all of that that I haven't really got that. And they are back. older now, aren't they? Yeah. And I was worried that every time that Triple H wrestles now, he's just going to get another injury. Yeah, of course, because he tears quite he tears easily, really, isn't he? Yeah. Really um, I I I like the intensity of it. I think um, the intensity excites me, um, and I like the promos. But yeah, I'm not sure how that is going to deliver. Um, what else have we got on Edith here? Stars awesome. Looks like it's going to happen. Should be great. Yeah. Both can work. AJ Styles is great. He is, but uh, contract, you know, what, what's happening with that? So for me, that might be his, his final match. And Orton doesn't need elevating, does he? No. Um, for me, on that, the one that excites me most, and, and this is well, this is speculation, this is not confirmed, um, Joe versus Cena. Yeah, that would be great. Cena's got, got uh, has to play a part on this card. Yeah. And Joe versus Cena, I mean, that will take Joe to the next level. Snowdrow's great. He is. You know what I hate about him, though? It's really irrational. I hate his theme music. My husband loves his theme I music. I do. I love his... <laughs> I had it this morning. Joe, Joe, Joe. I was like, shut up. I don't want to listen to I've this. I've got it on my playlist on yeah, my Spotify he, he car. Yeah, he, he, he loves Samoa Joe anyway. He yeah. loved him when he was over in um, Impact. And yes. Like that. Yeah, we did, yeah. But... Yeah, he loves the music. Isn't that strange? Yeah, and maybe it's a man thing. It I might can't be. stand it. There's a bit of chest beating about it, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, he's, for he's sure. Great. Uh, what else have we got? Um, Oscar. Mm. I know. I don't want wasted, Mandy again. Wasted. She is, isn't she? Such a talent. Um, and then now they're talking about Nikki Bella or Nikki Cross or Sonia Deville. Um, the Nikki Bella thing, obviously, is to sell reality TV programmes. Not into that, really. Have you never watched Total Bellas? Yeah, I have. Well, my husband's going to listen to this podcast. He loves Total Bellas. <laughs> the amount of times I've had to watch Total Bellas is unbelievable. Even in, when we were, in, we were in Vegas last week, humble brag, and um, we woke up in the middle of the night because of jet lag, and what was he watching? Total Bellas. He loves that show. Really? It's, Does he not prefer Divas? No, he prefers Total Bellas. Uh, it's trash. And it that's is. coming from me. I will watch anything, and I can't stand Total Bellas. I prefer to, the Divas one, because there's oh. a little bit more storytelling with it. Um, but, uh yeah, but they need a <laughs> but you say it's star just, power, isn't yeah, it? Os- Oscar versus Nikki Bella, which could be interesting. It could be terrible. It could be terrible. Yeah, Usos versus the Hardys. Man, I, or, or the Hardys and Sammy. Uh, Matt's Sammy. Been great though. Actually, he is, isn't he? He's it's done great. some work, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. He great. Yeah, but this has got to be a final run because their bodies can't stand up to much more, can it? Really. Um, and what else? Anything else on there that's of interest? I mean, what we're what we're missing here is Elias, Shinsuke, Braun, Wyatt, Kurt Angle, just Rusev, the, uh, the Battle Royal, the, the Andre Battle Royal. Just took mm-hmm. anyone who wasn't involved in the Battle Royal because no one cares who wins. No. Remember no. who won last year? Was it Mojo Raw? It was Mojo. <laughs> was that the year before? I don't was know. it a Braun? Braun won it. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. What, see, see how no. bad it is. No one cares. I've, I've googled Otis. It's, it's, it's Otis Dozovich, and it's the Dozer, not Droz or whatever I said earlier. So, um, if we get time out, but yeah, it'll be in. Um, they'll be in the Andre Battle Royal. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? But took um, anyone who hasn't really got an interest in there. The best thing about that is when they pick the trophy up and they start beating people with it. Yeah, I like that bit. It's just. It's just my only problem with WrestleMania now is it's too long. 
Yeah, it is. For a single show, it's six, seven day, hours. six days, isn't it? Like? Yeah, it feels like it. That's the problem. Yeah. Split it over two shows. They can milk yeah, the money twice. Yeah, they could. Yeah, whole yeah. weekend. I know it's a, I know it's a full of, week anyway. Got, we've got the Hall of Fame though, haven't you? That's mm. the that's the that's the problem that's there. The it is. Yeah, that is a long show as well, isn't it? So, what do we think Roman's going to be doing at WrestleMania thirty five? Is that a is that a Drew match or a? It's a different. I suppose it depends on what he's planned to. Because obviously they reused him back into it at Fastlane mm. in you know multi man tag. He, he doesn't actually have to do that much work on it. No. Will he want to do a singles match by that point? We're what, four weeks away? Yeah, or will he be in the corner of Seth? Which, when he wins, there is that element of, you know, yeah. at some point I'm going to want a, a yeah. match. That, that that I could see that being... It's, it's not his year at WrestleMania this year no. anyway, because it's all moved on. I mean, not, he would have been. But he's going to get the biggest pop, isn't he? Potentially. Or they build it up for another year and he gets his... Yeah. Or they keep him off the show. Yeah. Because they know full well that when if they bring him on, it could get... It could get crazy, you know. It's it's so nice to see that reaction for him, especially what he's been through. Um, and I think some of it's justified, I suppose. I mean, I mean, I fast forward through a few of his matches here and there. Um, but as I said earlier, this this moment just feels absolutely right in this yeah. this crossover appeal. Um, I you know, I think if you're going to boo him. Um, I kind of I've got respect for you because you're you're properly into your wrestling and you're like I'm going to boo him anyway. Fair play to you for that, but I just don't think he's going to polarise anywhere near as much anymore because kids are going to be behind him and oh, yeah. families are going to are going to really enjoy him wrestling. This this could be the next level almost of 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 the WWE and building around such a great character like him. We were talking earlier about Chronicle, a nice guy. Yeah, great great film. Loved it. Half an hour flew by. Came across really well. Not. It didn't feel like a normal stage managed WWE documentary. It felt actually quite real. Yeah. I know it's produced and things like that, but he came across really well. The stuff to camera was just humble. Yeah, it was just normal. He felt like a normal guy talking yeah. about the fact he's got cancer. Yeah, and and that yeah, and that and that just felt really really refreshing, didn't it? Because we were talking earlier on about you know. It, in in terms of this this level of diagnosis and the popularity of wrestling, there isn't something that reaches as many people globally. No, no way. We can't. We actually can't think of a single example of no a worldwide struggled. audience. You know, male and female, all ages. Yeah. There was very few things in life that actually span all those things. And and what was the impact on the charity? What? Well, so that the tweet thread, the famous tweet thread, yeah. four million views, which was. Well, it's about a year's worth of Twitter views for us in 24 hours. I mean, at one point, I remember the girls in the office, they're not wrestling fans. I said, oh, watch this tweet blow up. America's just waking up now. And they're like looking at me as if to say, what are you on about? And then literally the retweets were coming in that fast. It looked like, well, it looked like a film. It just, numbers kept, just kept going up and they could not get their heads around it. And the reaction, the reaction, the comments, the, the shares, you know. Yeah. Famous, like, journalists commenting on it, sharing it with their followers. You know, we had wrestlers following it mm. liking it it was incredible yeah it hits the website I know your website your blog just went boom yeah I've got a little blog I had as many people in two days visit that blog as they have every year for the last three years just was, the reaction was incredible I, and I think that's because people were thirsty for knowledge yeah and I think that that's what people have actually taken in I think 
without you know blowing our trumpets I think people actually have been educated yeah. and not in a we you know we know best and you were you know you didn't know anything it was actually you know, on a genuine level and they trust the charity you know yeah. it's, it's 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 got a blue tick blue and all ticks, that stuff. You know, I know some people said oh, we were in the pay of Vinnie Mac I wish we were <laughs> That would, I was, be, that would be nice. I was accused of that. I was accused of being in on the work, and I was just like, wow. Imagine the level of planning to do that. And why would you choose us? I know yeah. it sounds bad, but why would you choose us? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a strange one, isn't it? But, you know, and I think even amongst the charity sector, we've had a lot of people look at us and go, wow, where did that come from? Because we're not normally the ones who no. get those big lines, no. you know. So you had a, a, like a case study written about trend jacking, yeah. didn't you, in, t- in terms of that? And under normal circumstances, I think that's got negative connotations, but this has an incredibly positive connotation. Yeah. Talk, so, you know, talk through, you know, trend jacking and, and what... So trend jacking's obviously at the time when we did the thread, Roman Reigns was trending. So I was furiously typing out the thread. Little known fact, I, I, that's actually the second version of the thread. The first version was much better, but Twitter lost it in the process of posting. So no one would be able to see the genius that was the first one. No. So that was an angry, I need to type this quickly thread, <laughs> which really upset me. So anyway, trend jacking is when you basically get involved in a trending conversation. Obviously, ours blew up to a level that we never expected. I thought maybe 20, 30 retweets. I'd have been quite happy with that. But did you, you use wrestling terminology and gifts on that one as well? Yeah, you? so obviously I know a little bit being a fan, so I thought, well, let's talk on a fan level. So, you know, I know what a work means. You know, when people are saying you're a mark, I know what a mark means. You know, I know what these terms are. We've got to talk to people on a level that we understand. We're not here to, you know, we're not here to dictate to people. No. It's, it's an education for everyone. Everyone was at the same level. You know, this is the basic for leukaemia. We're not going in heavy on the science. This is what leukemia is about. If you want to find out more, there's the information. But ultimately, it's just be nice to each other. Yeah, and there uh, wasn't there wasn't a strategic plan behind this. This was no, this was this is organic at its best. This just, is literally a text message of yeah, we should probably do something on this. And you weren't afraid to have those conversations out in the open no, either. If anything, that's what we should be doing. You know, yeah. and we're open to questions. So no, people I mean, were attacking you, weren't they? Oh, there was, a, there was a lot of attacks. You know. Ranging from you in the pocket of Vinnie Mac, which, you know, would have been a very nice deep pocket to be in, but we weren't, trust no. me. This wasn't about, we didn't expect this reaction, in no. all honesty. This was about trying to educate a few people about leukaemia, nothing more. We're not here to make people feel bad. And then it just got out of control, as in the tweet just get, kept getting bigger and bigger. And the reaction's been good. We have had some negative people. You know, it's a work, you know, there's no way can like this. In all honesty, there's nowhere to answer those people. No. They're, they're determined that, that that is the answer anyway. So all we can say is, you know, the information's out there. If they choose to read it, they can. We're not going to get offended. You know, we're not here to, you know, bash them over the head with it. No. It's there. If people want to believe that, that's fine. There's and, nothing wrong with that. And I'm, I think I'm not here to dictate to them how they have to think. I think it's easy to la- label those people as trolls as well. Yeah, but and, and no, they're not, uh, you know... Maybe if, they're just misunderstood. Yeah, if, if that's what they want to believe, they want to believe. I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, attack them. You know, I, I believe that we've been really nice to everyone, to be honest. We've had some quite vicious people. We had some people who objected to the sort of people we tagged in the tweets, which was interesting. Ultimately, we wanted an audience for that tweet. If we could get an audience, we didn't expect an audience of what we got. No. <laughs> to say the least. But that, that four million, four just million, to say that again. Four out million loud. people saw that tweet. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of people. And those converted into website visits as well. Website didn't visits, they? you know, people talking about the conversation. Yeah. We had five pieces of national press out of it online. Journalists looking at it and going, Okay, who's this charity and what is this all about? So we actually had 
you know, we've had journalists say, you've educated me, thanks. Brilliant, you know, we didn't expect that reaction, but thanks very much. You know, that's what we're here for. It we're is. Not, you know, we're not here to sit and hold our information to ourselves. This could affect any of those four million people. Because it is a charity that educates people, yeah, isn't it? You know, you know clues in the title, it's Leukemia Care. Yeah, we're all about, you know, education, signs and symptoms. And this is an education tool. You know, that's what Twitter's about. It's about getting in the conversation. And I think it's about getting in the conversation in a way that, you know, we weren't trying to be the authority figure. We just want to point people in the direction of the correct information, you know, the factual information. Mm. You, you know, people can take it as they want. Yeah. But Because it's about, quite black and white, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's about talking on a level, you know. Some people said, oh, you can't use, how can a, a, you know, a charity use gifts? How unprofessional. I actually don't think it is. I use gifts all the time. I think it's normal. It's a conversation. That's what Twitter's about, you know. If we'd have put it out as a as a single statement, would it got a very interest? No. no. <laughs> because no. it's cold and it you know, it's not part of the community. I understand what those gifts are. Those gifts make me laugh a lot, especially the Vinnie Mac walking down to the ring. Yeah. That's the yeah. you know, that's one I throw out all the time. And this is these are the forms of every, everyday communication that yeah. people use. I'm I'm a trustee of this charity and I'm I can't tell you how proud I am of, of the work that you and your team have done having those conversations directly with people and joining in on those conversations and helping people understand. Because as we've said, the majority of people just needed a bit, bit more knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that is all it was. And they've been used to being worked by the WWE mm-hmm. over the years. We, um, I know this, you know, we've had this conversation, you know, imagine if it was a work. I, I, we felt confident enough to go out there and do this because it's, things have changed. I can remember some of the stories years ago. Yeah, yeah, we both can. You would would never get away with it now. No. But the way it's been handled, it's been impeccable, really. They've done a great job, haven't they? Really great job, really great job. And I think over time he's going to do a great job educating people about leukaemia. Yeah. In his own time. Yeah. But until then, you know, we're his, you know, the problem with misinformation, it breeds misinformation. So get in there early, let's talk to people about the facts. And people can do with those facts as they want, you know. Yeah. We're not here to show people, look, you know, we just wanted people to be aware of what leukaemia is all about. And we're, and we're still here, you know, that, yeah. that's, that's the other thing, that as this story does develop, um, and as, as Roman starts winning belts and things like that, and, you know, I think the level of intensity will drop a little bit more, but the charity's certainly not going anywhere, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not going anywhere if people want a patient view mm. of, of CML. And um, if you come and find us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, ask us questions. Yeah, that, the com- you know, it's not a case of we've done the wrestling thing now, we walk away. Yeah. We also have an interest now. Yes, well, we're part of the community we're, anyway, aren't we? we so. I mean, that's the difference. We're not talking at a community. Yeah. And it's not something I'd have attempted in that way if I didn't actually know a little bit about the subject. I wouldn't trend Jack about anything random. No. You have to have a little bit of knowledge and on wrestling. Cause, you know what, it's easy to look down on wrestling plans. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy to go, you know, oh, it's only wrestling. Actually, no, it's, yeah. a, it's a huge passion for people. We proved our c- credentials today, but apart from not knowing who won the Battle Royal last year. I think, is it Mojo? <laughs> oh, you want me to tell you? Oh, you fill, I'll look, right. But, uh, that's the thing, you know, we, have, we are legitimate wrestling fans, and I know there's been a few accusations about, you know, is this professional? Yeah, it is. This is what charity should be doing, in all honesty. We should be a part of the conversation leading the way if possible not always happen to lead the way just being there being present who was it oh my god it's matt hardy was it really yeah. god you can tell how forgettable last year's was wow oh, it must have been mojo the year before it must have been 
bad is that? Oh, I, that's feel like, I feel like I'm being worked here, but no, Matt Hardy, there you go. Uh, you know what, now you say it though, there yeah, is a vague yeah. record. This is when he, he really got into the whole... Yeah, yeah delete delete yeah there's there's john cena watching from the crowd that was Did that, yeah it was wasn't it yeah i enjoyed that bit as well yeah have some of that oh fair play gosh there you go things change yeah do you think our credentials are, are back no, again no they're terrible now so <laughs> cut that bit out okay any mention of that well, they're not wrestling fans right i think we've covered everything we need to haven't we um let's just have a quick look through that yeah i mean yeah, that feels really really good i've enjoyed this it's been really great and obviously once again Thank you to everyone that's engaged with us. You know, good, bad, the ugly. Yeah. We've loved it. It's yeah, been we really have. good fun. Yeah, and on the, a really serious topic, and you know, the community's so, really got behind this. Yeah, so, yeah. We really got behind it, and you know, it's you know, Luke, it's not a funny subject, but you know, sometimes you it's about telling a story in a way that people connect with. You yeah, know? yeah. It's a bit different this one, and it's important to retain our smiles. Yeah, yeah unlike Shawn Michaels. Um, <laughs> credential back <laughs> um, yeah I think it's really important to retain our smiles with this and, and we've had a laugh today um, and, and we've enjoyed talking about this because we know that we are bringing that information to uh, to people you know, so. cancer is a topic that affects everybody everyone's got their own experience of cancer in its own way and we really enjoy as lame as it is going on that journey with you as in you know this education yeah you know yeah. learning through each other it's really interesting to see the stuff that's coming back and it's still coming back you know two weeks after that original tweet and it's still going yeah, yeah it is yeah you know, we've had the whole conversation over the weekend about you know tkis and all that sort of stuff it does keep coming around doesn't yeah, it? It which keeps is coming round and awesome round and round. yeah it, let's just keep the conversation going as long you know? as you want us to talk about it we'll keep talking yeah, i think you know, i think that's the key not, if people don't want to talk about it anymore that's fine. Yeah, you we're know, done. We'll still be watching. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> the, the, there are a couple of things that you can do to help us. Um, you can rate this podcast yeah, um, on iTunes great. and on Spotify. Give us five star if you think we've done a great job today. And that really, really helps us. Share this podcast as well um, widely. Um, that would help us massively too. Um, obviously, um, it's a done thing where people ask for tips and donations. Um, with podcasts so you can visit the leukemia care website and uh, drop a donation um, online uh, if you want if you think we've done a good job today we would really appreciate it and that money goes directly to helping patients what else can people do to help us out just spread the word spread the word share a tweet any not even just the rest and tweet you know a signs and symptoms one Let's let's do a signs and symptoms tweet in Facebook so it gives people an opportunity to grab that information and share it. Anything like that, you're playing a small part into helping us out spread that word, um, and that's essentially why we're here. Yeah, I mean the other thing is we've got other podcast episodes. Sadly, they're not wrestling themed. This no. is pretty much a one off. But we've got some great stories about real people. I listened to the sex one on the oh, way in today. Oh what, listen to the sex one, people. Wow. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I was blushing in the car. It was like, wow. Did you like was... the title of it? What did you call it? The Shagony Aunt edition. The Shagony Aunt. Very good. I can't good. even claim that one. I <laughs> wish I could. You came up with that. Our videographer just did really? the A came up with it on the bus. I was like, yes, this is gold. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's it's detailed, but people need that detail. Yeah, you know, it's really. With cancer, it's real. People with cancer have sex. Yeah, yeah. It's Shock horror. Yeah, wow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I like that. Let's put that in the description. <laughs> Um, thank you to everyone in the wrestling community yeah, for helping us and great. supporting us. Yeah, it's been awesome, really hasn't it? Fun, yeah. We've been living the dream for two yeah, weeks, haven't we? It's been so weird. Yeah. Fangirling at every bit, like, oh my God, so and so's liked the tweet. And you've texted me every single time, haven't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, oh my life. 
annoyed. Was it Nia Jax that liked one of the tweets? No, Cesaro. It was Cesaro. Like, right? I, was like, oh! I woke up and it came from my phone. I was like, oh my god. That's so cool. Isn't <laughs> this is it? so cool. Check us out. Yeah, oh we're such nerds. We are. Sorry. But thank you for joining us. How long have we gone on for? Has it been ages? 55 minutes. We've been on nearly an hour, so we've taken up enough of your time. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Please, five-star rating would be great. Thank you, and uh, see you next time. Thanks very much. Bye.